Well, 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 one day late, but one day closer to Christmas. We spent our day yesterday traveling and heading over mountain passes. It's no joke, but we're here. We're safe and sound with grandma and grandpa. And I hope you right now are somewhere safe, somewhere fun, and somewhere absolutely delightful. You're in for a real treat today. In today's episode, you are going to be a fly on the wall as I do a room edit for my client, Amy. She's trying to update her son's bedroom, and her son is a sports fanatic. He loves soccer, he loves lacrosse, he loves baseball, all things field, but soccer really touched my heart here. So we are pointing all design elements back toward the pitch. Listen in and enjoy today's episode, and if you are interested in a room edit of your own, this is my entry-level design, my least hands-on, where You show me the room and I basically give you suggestions for how you can achieve the goals on your own, giving you ideas for paint colors, ideas for wall textures, ideas for layouts, all ideas, but you execute. The most affordable of my design services is available to you if you need a little something in your stocking stuffer or to jumpstart your new year. You can find that on my website. I'll link it in the show notes. Enjoy today's room edit. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget, and I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank, and I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style, where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Hello, Amy. I am so excited to be doing Milo's room for you. This is such a fun project. I love doing kiddos rooms and elevating them from what was kid to just a little bit more grown up. So we are going to keep the integrity of um, the sports theme in this plan. So are you ready? Let me share my screen. All right. So um, the theme of the room is, let me get this actually to um, a slideshow. There, that's better. Okay. The theme of the room is mid-mod because that is your just overall aesthetic. You really gravitate towards mid-century modern with an ode to the turf. And it doesn't really matter, right? Lacrosse or soccer turf because he is sports-minded. So what we noticed and what we talked about in the room when I was there was Um, that the goal of the room was to be just a little bit more grown up. And you mentioned that he really loved um, playing sports, soccer specific, um, lacrosse too, if I'm remembering lacrosse correctly. And that the the furniture that was going to stay was the bed and the nightstand, but pretty much everything else was 
up to be moved or replaced. And all of the bookshelves, they were going to be going into his um, closet, which is awesome because we're going to make space for a little seating area. Okay. So the overall goal for the room is we want to take it from little kid to big kid, and we want to keep the integrity the same. We want to keep it very focused on, he's still a kid. He likes to play. He wants to have a hangout area. He wants to um, have his interests represented. And so I already mentioned that the theme is mid-mod with an ode to the turf. The color palette here, because we're sticking with the bed and the bed is gray, the color palette is a little bit more grown up turf. So I'm thinking blacks, charcoals, a deep moody green. You're going to see an example in a minute, white and brown, but not just any brown. I want it to be more specifically camel, kind of like your couch downstairs. So think about that as we're, as we're formulating the plan, um, the bedding, we are going to be keeping the bed but we're going to be changing out the comforter. And one thing to make it just a little bit more grown up is um, to have a lighter base. Now, the reason I want a lighter base color rather than dark, even though, yes, he's a teenage boy and probably going to be getting it dirty. It needs to be washed here and there. But the reason I want it light is because it's going to contrast with the recommendation I have for the wall. Are you ready for it? The wall, I think, is an opportunity to really bring in the turf. And I don't want to be corny and cheesy in saying, let's bring in green, like you see in the color here, the bottom part of the poster um, of Cristiano Ronaldo. We don't want that color of green. We want a deeper a deeper shade of green. You, you can see my, my evergreen sweatshirt I'm wearing today. We want it moodier than that. We want black and charcoal undertones, but kind of similar, I guess, to the sweatshirt I'm wearing. But what happens when you have green all throughout the whole room is it just gets really dark. And we don't necessarily want that. We do want to break it up. So here are two options for you that I think would really elevate Milo's room and not, not be too invasive. One option is to do board and batten. And I'll show you an example at the very end, but board and batten wall and um, all the way around the room. And that's just a wall treatment. It's very timeless wall treatment. It is showing up more and more lately, but it's a timeless treatment. It's not, not specific now to 2022. And this is a, a treatment you put on the wall that's made with, um, with texture, basically it's wood that you add to the wall. And what I'm thinking is having, um, the bottom part of that wall be white and then the top part all the way around the room be that deep moody green. And if you didn't want to do that, one other thing you could do is you could have this whole um, headboard wall be, be the green. And now I, I don't encourage you to just paint that one wall green. I don't, I don't encourage you to do that because that that's going to date the room. And that's a very 2000s look when we have just one accent wall painted a color, but if you add texture to it and then paint it, that's a completely different story. <laughs> that is a little bit more modern. So, you know, one thing you could do is you could have, um, a simple board bent and just stripe on the wall and paint it all green. You could have a herringbone, um, think shiplap, but herringbone, all green. You could do shiplap 
all green. And then the rest of the room, you could do white. So that gives you an idea of um, bringing that color in, but also making it so that it is, um, it's current to today's um, viewpoint of like accent walls. Okay, so if we do that, we're just picturing green somewhere in the room, whether it's all the way around, but board and batten on the bottom. A white, we want to tone it down now a little bit because we don't want it to be so heavy green that you're walking into a cave. And so we're going to do that by bringing in other colors and layers and textures. We want to make sure it's really cozy and warm and inviting. So the bedding then is going to have a foundation of white and an ode to the turf um, is having some stripes on it. Now we know that we are spending so much time watching soccer games that there are lines everywhere, right? There are lines everywhere. And even if you play other sports, the referees are wearing lines, we've got it. So this, the bedding is, my suggestion is going to be a, a white base layer with very subtle, not bold, not bold like this, very subtle, thin stripes, kind of like ticking, if you know that fabric. I do have an example of picture as well. And I'm thinking a charcoal, that's where we're gonna bring in charcoal as well. And then in order to elevate the look of the bed, this is a very, um, making a bed like this with the pillow underneath the comforter is very kid and it's perfect because, hey, he won, he made his bed in this picture. <laughs> this is fantastic news. But if we bring the pillows out, set them upright on the back of the bed and then put shams in front, that's going to elevate the look throw in one extra layer of a pillow in front. We don't want a whole lot because Milo is a kid still, he's gonna throw it on the floor, but we can handle a couple extra, right? And that allows um, comfort for when he has buddies over, they can put it on the floor and hang out. But two big shams, and I'm thinking probably not the same as the comforter, but it would complement it maybe being white background. And then we have a colorful textured pillow sitting in front, throw on a, a um, a throw blanket at the end, one that is part of our color palette, the, the blacks, charcoals, probably not white because we want it to contrast with the bedding and bedding is mostly white. Um, deep green, that would be another opportunity to bring in deep green. Um, but lots of texture. We want it to be layered and textured so that it has the presentation of being rich, um, rich and full and storied. And then another thing I noticed in this picture too, is we want to um, give him a little bit more nightstand space. And I'm going to show you where in just a second, but those hats, we're going to get to those hats in a second. Um, but that trash can is just, it's too big for the area. So we're going to um, either remove that, place it in the closet if he needs a trash can that big, or bring in something just a little bit smaller. This is an opportunity to bring in um play with that color palette. <clears throat> Maybe this is where we bring in camel. Camel naturally is, um, you can find that color in wood tones. So bringing in some wood tones is a good, is a good way to incorporate that camel color without it being leather, especially for a kiddo. So um, imagine a smaller camel colored, which is wood toned trash can right there. Okay. We're also going to change out that lighting. That lighting is, um, is fine, but I think having a, um, a table lamp, maybe I would suggest white, um, white with a barrel shade, um, something a little bit more substantial so that it looks a little bit like it fills the space just a little bit more. And it's just a little bit more interesting. 
Now, my recommendation for this, I really love this piece. It is very, um, it looks super solid and it looks very mid-century. Um, but the color itself, even though I like it and you like it, it's just a little bit feminine and it doesn't necessarily go with the color of, um, of Milo's palette. So my suggestion is to paint it. Now, if this is sitting against a board and batten wall that is white, we can paint it black and this would be another opportunity to change out the knobs and put maybe some funky mid-century um, wood knobs there to pop against the black. We don't want it to be color on color because we're trying to add interest to his room, visual interest. Um, so that's my suggestion is to paint that. I have a couple of suggestions for you of how to do that at the end. Okay. The other side of his room here, um, what one thing that really sets apart a kid room from a grown-up kid room are the posters, the posters, the decals, the flags, the banners, that kind of thing. So we're going to bring in art that is, is really specific to Milo and his interests, but we're going to elevate them just a little bit more. And one of my very favorite places to do this is by shopping on Etsy. Um, my husband, you know, I, I think I shared with you, he's a Liverpool fan. And I think you're Manchester United, am I right? Is that the, the team, the, the rival? Um, so we have, my husband, Greg, loves, loves, loves Liverpool. And I want to honor that in him without bringing in the poster. <laughs> I don't want a poster in my room. So what do we have? We have something that is a graphic representation. It's graphic art. It's word art. And I don't have a picture of it, but basically you can see it is a ginormous L for Liverpool, the coordinates for where Liverpool is located in the world. Um, and the name Liverpool written underneath it, super simple and clean, but it is an ode to this sport and this place he loves so very much without it being an eyesore. And so that is a recommendation I have for you as you shop for Milo's artwork in the room is be, be thinking of graphic art, not necessarily pictures of cute Ronaldo, because we all know how cute he is. <laughs> <laughs> but not necessarily that, but maybe if he loves Ronaldo, he's number seven, right? Maybe it is a ginormous black graphic seven, and that is his ode to it. So the whole ode to the turf is like a, we can tie every single element back into pointing towards the pitch, right? We can do that, but we don't want it to be necessarily um, neon sign, bright light, ah, Ronaldo or ah, Manchester United. We don't want that. We want an ode to it. Um, so one thing I'm, I'm thinking here now, I, I know in that last picture of his side table, he had a lot of storage that probably just needed to be put away. The hats I have a plan for, but I'm imagining he probably needs a space for his, um, I don't know, stuff, right? So what I'm picturing here is actually another little side table. And this is an opportunity to bring in camel in the form of wood tones. Maybe um, camel with some, um, uh, oh my gosh, hair, uh, tapered legs. Um, I, you can see me, Amy, the people who might be listening to this won't see me, but they're the hairpin, hairpin legs is what <laughs> the word I'm, I'm trying to get at black hairpin legs that really bring an ode to mid-century. Um, and then 
that could be an opportunity to have the same light sitting right there, or we're going to share, um, I'm going to share another idea for where to put the, the light as well, but it could be just, you know, a place to put his cup or his water bottle at nighttime. This area right here in between the window and the corner of the wall is a really great opportunity for art, just like he has here, but we're removing the posters and the decals and we're going to be putting in art. Um, sometimes I like to do a double and I would maybe go top to bottom here. Um, and my recommendation as well is going to be to add curtains to the space to bring that layered look. Um, and I'll show you in a minute, but once you have those curtains there, you're going to have just a little bit of space between the curtains and the wall. And you want the art that you choose to be about two thirds the width of that, that space. Um, and one of the artworks that I recommend putting there is actually, um, that I'm assuming that's Milo in that picture, excuse me, of, um, him in the Mariner's outfit, putting that there that canvas and I'm wondering if you have another one because that would be really super sweet to have two like baby Milo cute little Milo um, maybe when he's not so little but two stacked on top of each other so something very similar in style now whether it's Milo or maybe it's um, or, or that specific one or not maybe it's something different but maybe two from the same idea maybe at a Mariners game um, maybe his soccer team um, something like that that kind of they're connected because of the similarity. Now, anytime you frame art, um, frame pictures, mat them is even better. It just elevates that artwork even a little bit more. Something that is even, you know, that team picture that that we all buy as, as mamas of, of athletes, we buy the team picture, putting the team picture there, getting it framed, uh, matted and framed elevates that just a little bit more. Maybe pick us two favorite teams and stack them right there. Um, let's see, what else do I have here? Oh, you could also have artwork above the bed. Um, that is not Christ, um, cute Cristiano Ronaldo, but maybe it's something that is, um, you'll see another graphic idea. Um, I have a really great idea for you for here. Um, framed out matted is going to be good. Um, because we live in earthquake zone, maybe having this be canvas would be a good idea but um, let's stick away from the posters in order to elevate the look of the room. Now, one thing to keep in mind is size-wise is the, the width of the bed, about two-thirds to three-quarters of the width of the bed is about how big the art should be. So um, we want, like, if we turned this poster sideways, that would be about right, maybe just even a little small, but about right. Okay, this wall here, we already know we're, we're removing that and we're removing pretty much everything in here. We're, we're removing um, the stands, painting over the, the mural, getting rid of the flag. Um, and this, again, if we did the board and batten, that, if you can see my cursor here, we want the board and batten to go probably about this high where that final word is right here, about that high. And you can imagine this is all white down here white textured all the way around the room. And then that moody green up top. We wanna to paint the ceiling white, the same white as the um, board and batten to, to make sure that it is on theme, I suppose we could say. And then he wants a seating area. So you are such a good, you do such a good job of picking out um, 
cute, affordable, mid-century modern furniture. What I'm picturing here are two chairs. I don't think a couch is the right scale for the room. I think it's going to make it feel too big. And even though he might want a couch, um, what I would suggest is this. I would suggest two mid-century modern chairs. And then at the end of the bed, maybe purchasing either um, a couple poofs that could be like they, him and his buddy could put their, their feet up on, or maybe a bench. This would be another great opportunity for like bringing in the color camel, a, um, a leather then uh, bench and with some cute little mid-century legs. And then when they want to lounge, they're playing video games, they can sit in the chair, but they bring the bench over to put their feet up. That's my recommendation in order to keep the room feeling not too full, because I think a couch is just too big here, but two chairs would be awesome. Now, one thing you could do is you could, um, I'm, I'm picturing um, charcoal gray chairs to really pop against the whiteboard and batten to be color thematic. Anytime you want to add extra layers and texture. Of course, this is a teenage boy. He doesn't need it, but you could then throw on um, a throw blanket to one of them or pillows to both. Do the same pillow for each chair. Bringing in a side table because they're going to want to set their drinks down, put it right in between, have it be big enough that they can um, both set drinks down on it um, or a snack. If you don't want a light there, you could um, then you could have an arc lamp right in the corner from right here that is just kind of drapes over what they're, where they're sitting. Um, or if you wanted to have, um, if you wanted to have another lamp in there, I wouldn't do three of the same lamp. I would do two. So maybe you put the lamp on the side table, that blue side table that we're going to paint and then put the matching lamp right here in the middle. And then again, this is another opportunity for art some of the things um, you can, you know, browse Etsy and see what you find, but I put a couple ideas here. You can do team sport field specific graphic art is super great. The other thing that's really fun, especially when you have athletes is to do the, the black and white patent artwork. Have you seen those where maybe you have like a soccer shoe and you, it looks like an old patent drawing where they were trying to design this shoe, but it has the, the breakdown and the labels. It looks like a blueprint basically of the piece, a soccer ball, a, um, a stadium, a soccer cleat, that kind of thing. All right. In this corner now, imagine again, we have, um, this room is board and batten is still going all the way around the room. Um, and let's, let's go with that option first, because that, that would be my first recommendation is to do white board and batten all the way around the room, the same white on the ceiling, and then that moody deep green up on top. If you do that, um, having curtains here that would pop from, from the green is a good thing. And curtains in general, we talked about this when I was there, but we want them to, they add layers and depth and it just makes the room feel cozy. Blinds by themselves are, are fine, but curtains on top of blinds is, um, just adds that interest. It adds that layer, it adds that depth, it adds that texture. And you don't have to worry too much about, you know, blocking out light. The, um, because how we hang them is going to be, um, you know, you can hang it so that just one inch of the curtain is hanging over the edge because the curtains 
are just framing the window. You're still going to have Milo shut the blinds. That's going to be his light filtration. Um, but the curtains are just framing it. And I would do white. The metal I would bring up here would be black because that's part of our color theme, our color palette. And I would keep a really minimal finial at the end. So um, you can get those at Ikea is going to be the cheapest. They have black with the little um, really very modern, very simple finial. You can also get it at Target. It's going to be just a little bit more expensive. Um, I too would remove this lighting up top. I do think that's kind of fun and playful, but um, it's kind of in the same lines as the posters. So I would remove that, maybe put it in his closet. Um, what else here? Oh, and then I don't know if he needed any place for a bookshelf, but this could be, you know, right here could be an opportunity for a bookshelf. Um, again, this is an, a great opportunity to bring in that camel color. If he doesn't need it, or if it's just going to be, you know, just more stuff for stuff's sake, don't do it. Do the bench at the end of the bed instead. And that way they can have that footrest for when, when they're wanting to play video games or just hang out and relax. Okay, right here. Um, now remember that first, oh, let's go back actually. Okay, let's imagine that you did not like the board and batten idea all the way around the room and you wanted to do the accent wall on the headboard wall. <clears throat> um, remember again that my recommendation is not just one plain wall um, because that does date the room a little bit and we do wanna keep it a little bit more current but you could have that texture and the color mixed and that is going to be awesome. But let's say you do that. Let's say you have um, either like the shiplappy green or the board and batten green and it's the whole wall. What you could do here is, is bring in, because the rest of the room then would be painted white, you could bring in curtains, still the black rod that have um, either the foundation color being white with the, the green as an accent, maybe stripes again, or maybe a, a pattern or something, or you could have that deep color green that is the same color as the wall. And that could be a really, the accent wall, that could be a really great way to tie in that color. Um, just make it cohesive throughout without it being white on white. Okay, in this area, I'm seeing the medals and I think those should be on display. Those are super fun artwork. This is the picture I was telling you about that I'm imagining this is Milo. That would be really sweet in the opposite corner in between the curtain and the wall. And if you have another one, stack it on top of each other or maybe he's at a Seahawk game, maybe he's at a Sounders game, stack it on top, super, super sweet piece of artwork, love it. Um, but the hats, I noticed he had a lot of hats sitting on that side table. <clears throat> One thing you could do in this corner here is you could just layer hooks and they could be stacked on top of each other. So the hats now become kind of like art and they maybe are stacked. Maybe he has, we'll say four and you just hang one on each hook and they get put away nicely, but they're also kind of art. And I am doing air quotes kind of art. Um, the other thing too, is you could do it here and they could be kind of in random placement. So it looks a little bit more, um, not a grid like necessarily, but kind of, uh, you know, one here, one here, one here, one here, kind of 
of a spreading of these of these hats. And then of course I do think we should have some hooks whether it is the hats are here or the hooks, the medals are here, that's fine. But I do think add some hooks here, let those um, medals hang down, or they could go with the large art where the seating area is going to be. Or next to the door, let's go back to that slide. They could even go right here and you can hang. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have one hook for each metal, but I would have a couple. So just like he has already, maybe a hook up here and a hook down here and you hang them. And you can, even if you do the board and batten, you can put a hook right on there or not. I mean, some people are like, don't touch it now, but you could do that. That wouldn't be breaking a rule. All right. So here are some ideas of the color I'm talking about. You can see it's kind of similar to the sweatshirt I'm wearing, but it's also just a little bit you can see some dark gray or black undertones. It, so it's not super black and it's not turf green, but it is an ode to the pitch. We want that. This is what I mean by board and batten. So that textured wall, it's just a little bit more interesting than having just a, a plain, a plain green wall, just more interesting. So super simple, something that you could do on your own, something that, um, Milo and you could do together something you could hire out pretty easily. Uh, this is an example of the pillows I'm talking about now. Of course, this is great. We do not want this as our standard for a teenage boy, but the idea of it where the pillows are standing up and then you have like two, two standard shams and then one in front. I think that's plenty for a teenage boy, but you see that they have different texture here and that's a good idea. Um, and then this is a great example of graphic art and they don't all have to be sport related. They could be, I don't know if he says bruh, my kids say bruh all the time or some kind of fun, whimsical word phrase that they're saying now that is, um, kind of who he is today. Um, this is kind of funny too. If you're waiting for a sign, this is it. It's all print. It's great. It's just word art, but, but even in its simplicity, it is sticking with the color um, palette that I'm giving you. It's framed out. And so it just elevates it just a little bit more than if it were a poster on the wall. Here's some examples of bedding that I was talking about. The, this is called ticking. And so, um, you know, this makes me feel like I'm pointing towards um, sports in a very subtle way. We know how many lines there are on, on the soccer field. We know how many lines there are. We know too, when we're watching games, <clears throat> the referees wear striped uniforms or I guess are uniforms. Um, this just feels like it's an ode to it. It is not big, thick, chunky, black and white, what the Seahawk referees are going to be wearing. And then this is the standard sham that I'm talking about. You could have it be the same as the bedding. I think anytime you can have that contrast, it just adds a little bit like you've curated it rather than you bought it a bed in a bag. And so, um, but this could work just fine too, but throw um, a throw blanket over the edge that is in that color palette. And that will just elevate the, the look just a little bit. Here are some examples of artwork that I was talking about now. 
if I'm remembering correctly, his team was Man- Manchester United. So I did a quick, quick search on Etsy. This is what I came up with. Um, these do not come framed, I don't think, or matted, but a quick trip to Hobby Lobby and you're going to get this, what would be poster turned into this art that looks a little bit more elevated. Um, this is such a cool graphic United established 1878. It is matted with a simple black frame. That's the frame color I would choose for you because that is our color palette and then old Trafford, um, the stadium name and this really fun black and white print of the stadium. Um, it says located in Manchester, built in 1910, 74,140 seats. Um, just a really neat tribute to his interests without it being a poster pegged on the wall. All right, so next steps, what do we do from here? So um, my recommendation is to purchase um, or to purchase, to paint that side table. And that is something you can do on your own. It is a great piece and I don't think I would change it. I think I would just paint it and it's super easy. Um, I recommend doing that not with spray paint. Do not do it with spray paint. If you've not ever painted furniture before, the easiest way to do that is with chalk paint. Um, and they have, um, colors, they have, um, black. I would, I would use, um, gosh, what color is it? It's not graphite. Graphite's too charcoal. It's I'll come back to you with that, but it is black. We sell it at my shop. Um, and I also have a paint class that I'm, I teach how to do that. And you can just do that. Um, you and Milo can watch it. You can take that if you want, or you can just dive in and do it. You can probably find some YouTube tutorials for how to paint with chalk paint. Um, <clears throat> another idea too, you are really good at picking out product, but if you needed help, here's, I could do, um, pick out the bedding for you, give you choices, pick out um, just the seating choices, the bench choices, that kind of thing. And here's the link to that or a mood board to pick out all the products together, kind of like I'm doing for your dining room, but I don't think you need two choices. I think if we're going this direction, we just need the one board. So that price adjustment could happen. Um, otherwise this is your, your ticket. So you can take what I've mentioned, the, um, the suggestions I've laid out for you and um, recreate this space, this mid-century um, mid-mod with an ode to turf idea and concept and bring it to life in Milo's room. So you know where to find me if you need any help. If you um, want to get the paint class or need help painting it, that's an option too I can do. Um, if you need help creating the, the board and batten, I can help with that as well. Um, otherwise, you're, this is going to be so adorable, um, Amy. It's going to be so wonderful for Milo to have a grown-up room for him and his friends to hang out in, something that is just a little bit bigger um, as he's growing into those teenage years. So I hope this is um, helpful for you. Please reach out if you have any questions. So there you have it. Amy is well on her way to creating a wonderful little retreat for Milo. The whole theme was mid-century mod because that is the style of all of the rest of her home with an ode to the pitch. I can't wait to see how it turns out. And you'll notice that the recommendations for, for Amy, and this happens with any room edit that I do, 
are not just willy-nilly. This is all very thought through based on a quick questionnaire, what you want the room to feel like, what you want it to, what you want it to do for you, how you want it to function. And then you notice too, that the, the recommendations I gave were not just pointing to thin air. I actually gave her example pictures of what you could be looking for, things that you could be looking for. Of course, it's all up to her now. How she interprets that advice is all up to her, but there's a lot to work with. So if you're interested in your room edit, book it today. All right. Until next time, I will see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.